Tainas, Perik, Dalad, Mishnah, Zion, 4-7. And this Mishnah discusses the build-up to Tisha B'Av. As I had mentioned in the previous Mishnah, there are various other versions of the Mishnah where the previous sentence of the last Mishnah, which started out by talking about Mishnichnas Av, Mematim Mesimcha, once Av arrives, we uh, reduce Simcha, meaning we don't do the things that bring us joy, such as um, home improvements and weddings and parties, even for engagements and so on. Um, so there are many versions of the Mishnahs that have that as the first sentence in our Mishnah here, which would um, uh, be consistent with the rest of the theme. But the theme now we pick up from after that. The Mishnah says, Shabbos Shechal Tishabav Leos Pesocha. In the week, the word Shabbos here refers means the word week, as in Hayom Yom Shlishi B'Shabbos. Today is the third day of the week. We say in the davening. So the Shavuah, Shabbos Shechal Tishabav, meaning the Shavuah Shechal, both the week in which Tishabav falls. So Asur Milisaper Umilichabes. The Mishnah adds two more prohibitions in addition to the general prohibitions against things that bring joy which started from Rosh Chodesh Av, the first day of Av. Um, now we have on the Shavu Shachal, the week of Tisha B'Av, um, two more prohibitions, Lestaper, um, to get a haircut, and Kibbutz, to do laundry, um, meaning to launder one's clothing. Uh, the reason why those are forbidden is because those really are things that one does for, like, Tanuge HaGuf, to, you know, to be more comfortable. Um, and that's not really the name of the game here. We're not to be there to be ourselves to like a luxuriate or, or you know, make things easier on us, more comfortable for us. And therefore we stop haircutting and and um, doing laundry. As far as eating meat and drinking wine, those remain permitted because those are things that aren't just for luxuriating, but actually to maintain a person's health. And therefore they are not prohibited yet. However, um, Erev Tishaba, oh, sorry, we'll get there in a second, that they will be restricted um, right before Tishabav. Before we get there, the, the Mishnah says, Uvachamishi mutarn covered Shabbos. On Thursday, meaning if Tishabav falls out on a Yom Shishi, a Friday, which will mean that if you don't get a haircut and don't wash your clothing, then you'll walk into Shabbos manuval, you know, unkempt, without your hair done, without your clothing washed. So there, in such a scenario, then, then um, on the Thursday, the day before Tishabav, even though it's Shavu Shachalbo, the week in which Tishabav falls, still one can get a haircut, says the Mishnah, and launches clothing. So that he comes into Shabbos immediately after Tishabav, um, groomed appropriately. As I'm sure you're aware, the Minhagim by Ashkenaz, by Ashkenazi Jewry, is certainly much more strict than this Mishnah sets forth. Um, I'll sum up the Halachas in, in just a moment. But, anyways, the Mishnah continues to say, Erev Tishabav, on Tishabav Eve. And this really means on after Chatzos, after midday, meaning noon, on the day before Tishabav. And we're now kicking into the Suda Samavsekes, the final meal one has before Tishabav begins. So that Suda Samavsekes, which um, is the last meal, of, is defined as a meal one has after Chatzos, and the last meal um, immediately prior to the onset of the fast. So the din is lo yochal adam shnei tavshilin. There are three restrictions. The first is one can't have more than one type of dish. A very simple meal. Our customers have an egg. Lo yochal basar v'lo yishta yain. And also one many there eats meat. This is referring really to to animal meat like beef or mutton. Um, but the minig is really not to have chicken or fish either. V'lo yishta yain nor 
uh, may one drink wine. These things bring joy to a person. And now on Erev Tisha B'Av from Chatzos to it's appropriate indeed to minimize um, things that bring one joy and not and refrain from them altogether, I should say. Refrain from them altogether, um, even things that are normally keeping one's health, like meat and wine. Worth noting that a person who is in Avelis in mourning is permitted to eat meat and, in fact, um, would have, it seems even like almost a mitzvah to drink wine. As their Midrash would say, the whole purpose that wine was created was to, um, you know, dull the pain of people who are in mourning. So um, I've seen wrote elsewhere that that um, the base of Mikdash was a place where Hashem was offered meat in the form of korbanos and wine in the form of nesachim. That's no longer here. Hashem doesn't get his meat and wine, so to speak. Therefore, we refrain from ours also. Um, now, we'll have two opinions that are more lenient. The first is Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel Omer Yishaneh. He says, no, simply change, meaning change from your normal practice in terms of your meal. So he's coming to be lenient on the halachas of Sudas Mavsekas. We said the Sudas Mavsekas has three basic rules, which is um, only one dish, no meat, no wine. He says, no, it's it's just that you should reduce the amount of dishes, meat and wine you consume. So that means if you usually have three dishes, now you could have two dishes. If you usually eat, you know, a 500-gram steak, you can have a 250-gram steak. If you usually um, drink, you know, two cups of wine, you can have one cup of wine. Um, in all this case, the rabbis didn't agree. Not halacha. And also another din, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda actually is coming to be strict, not lenient. He says he's mechayah b'kfiyah samita. He requires the tipping over of the bed, meaning that the bed should be turned over. According to the Rambam, this would mean I'm just not lying on the bed in the normal way. And there's some of those who have the custom of making their bed less comfortable on Tisha B'av, like putting a rock under their pillow or sleeping with one pillow instead of two pillows, etc. And Rashi um, actually learns that one would actually, according to Rabbi Yehuda, have to sleep specifically on the floor. So turning over the bed means the bed is now unsleepable. And that seems to be how the, that's how the bartender learns, like Rashi, that, that according to Rabbi Yehuda, you have to sleep on the floor at Davka. But um, the rabbis did not agree to Rabbi Yehuda, meaning the rabbis held no, one does not need to turn his bed over, he can sleep in his own bed. And that's true, Ikra and Din. So you see that the halachas of, certainly for Ashkenazi, you see that the halachas, as they're practiced, are certainly... Um, the Minhagim are much more strict than the Mishnah sets forth. In general, Svartim keep a little closer to the Mishnah. But let me just sum up what I'll call Halakha Lamaisi here. As far as um, the reduction of refraining from things that bring general joy, like planting trees for one's kid's wedding and home improvements and those kinds of things. So basically, the universal Minhag is, like the Mishnah said, to refrain from Mishnechas Adar, from, excuse me, from Mishnechas Av, from the beginning of the month of Av, Rosh Chodesh. As far as haircutting goes and laundering, so the Svarim's minag is basically to follow the Mishnah and refrain from just shvush chalbo. That's why you see Sephardic jewelry shaving um, during the three weeks, which is not what Ashkenazi jewelry do. Um, the custom of Ashkenazi jewelry um, tends to be to not shave from Shiva Sarvatamas and to not do laundry from Rosh Chodesh, both more strict than the prescription of the Mishnah, which is just shvush chalbo. Um, as far as eating meat and drinking wine, again, really, the technical rule would be that only it kicks in at the Sudas Mavsekis, right before Tisha B'av. However, um, the Minig is certainly more strict than that, um, at least refraining from wine the whole of Shavu Shechalbo, the whole week of it, and of those who push things further back um, to refrain um, for the whole month of of, uh, of from meat and wine, and some go back all the way to Shivas or Batamas. So the Ashkenazi Minag, I think, um, is universally that we begin refraining from meat and wine from Rosh Chodesh of Av.
Okay, and that really ends this topic about the Tishabov story, and we have more missions to go, um, ending on a very much more happy, positive note.